Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Welcome back to the Saturday show here on 97.5 FM, the KSL Sports Zone. Michelle Bodkin, Jay Catch, along for the ride. Hour two of the program underway now. We are live today at Murdoch Chevrolet up here in Woods Cross. And uh, Michelle, uh, some news trickled out on social media last night. Sure did. Uh, involving Utah quarterback Brandon Rose. And I still don't know what the relationship is, whether it's sister, girlfriend, mom, whatever it is. But they put out a they put out a post on Instagram saying that Brandon has been released from the hospital. Yeah. He's going to make a full recovery. Yeah. But that set off all kinds of alarm bells for Utah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think we figured out it was maybe a sister. Okay. Got um, it. Okay. Still not one hundred percent sure on that, uh, but yeah, that's not always the news you want to get out of camp. Uh, that it sounds like it might complicate things a little bit. We'll find out more on Tuesday. Uh, obviously, I I want to be a little bit careful about how how we talk sure, about yeah. this, uh, just to respect Utah's policies. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, some unfortunate news, um, and I, I just just not the ideal situation, especially you know where it was maybe sounding like he had a legitimate shot to be number two. Well, yeah. And see, I, I just want, I, I don't want to spend all the time on the injury, obviously. Yeah. You want to be, do want to be respectful of Utah's injury policy. He did tag it saying, thank you for all the prayers. That's love. So it, it sounds like he's doing as well as can be expected. But the, the, the question it, it lends itself to Michelle, something we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Cam Ryzen's coming back off an ACL. Yep. Eight months and change between the, the surgery. And then when, Utah takes the field three uh, under three weeks. We're 19 yep. days away uh, from that game between the Utes and the Florida Gators. Uh, we just found out that Florida's going to start Graham Mertz yesterday mm-hmm. in a little bit of a news dump on Friday afternoon, but hey, that's beside the point. Uh, <laughs> Cam Rising, if he's not able to go, there were a lot of people, and I, the people I've talked to, that thought that Brandon Rose was the guy. likely gets the nod if Rising is not cleared. This complicates all of that, potentially. So, I want your thought on this. Where is? What's the word on Cam Rising? What What are you feeling about all this situation, quarterback wise? You know, uh, a little hard to say on Cam. I and I think they're keeping it quiet, kind of on purpose, as they should. Yes. Um, just I, I think they do want to kind of keep people guessing a little bit. So mm-hmm. I don't know how much we're going to know, not know on that situation. I will say it seems like 
at least, you know, watching him walk around. He's moving around fine. Well, they, they were watching him do a pickleball down at right. Pac-12 media camp. He's like, seem to be good. He's like, yeah, I'm being careful, but yeah. Right. So, I, so you know, I think I think there's a level of they're being careful with him, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but I think there's also a level of we're not going to fully tip our hand Why one way you? or the other. Yeah, I'm actually stunned that Florida, Florida came out. Yeah. I, I was a little surprised, too, because, uh, I mean, there was some stuff bubbling about, oh, they yeah. don't know, and it's because nobody looks good yeah. sort of thing. So the fact that they, they pulled the trigger and, and made the announcement was a little surprising to me as well because I was like, oh, I wonder if you're taking a page out of the Kyle Whittingham playbook <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, shrouding some yes. mystery as well. Uh-huh. Uh, but, I, I mean, the the good news is you do have a guy that you know exactly what he brings in Bryson in, Barnes. In Bryson Barnes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it sounds like they're also keeping him safe. Um, he he is not a contact guy. Yeah. And the, here's the thing: is I see fans getting mad about Brandon and and um, oh gosh, Nate Johnson sure. being live. And uh, you know the fact of the matter is, like they have live game reps of what Bryson looks like under pressure in a legit game situation. They have none of that for really either of the other two. And so you have to go. You have to go live with them. Mm-hmm. You have to because the last thing you want to do is be like. Well, yeah, that guy looked really, really great, but he wasn't being touched the entire time. And you trot him out against, like, Florida. I mean, those are (laughs) – who knows what Florida is going to look like. Mm -hmm. But the one thing I do know is Florida does have talent. It may not look good, but they do have talent, and they have big guys that are more than capable of causing, especially a young guy, some issues. You you gotta know what you're what you're getting into with those guys, and unfortunately, you know sometimes that does mean an injury happens. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's just the name of the game. So you know, I just my thing is just calm down. <laughs> It'll be okay. Michelle, you're asking people to act rationally. They're, what they're, are you prote- doing here? they're protecting the ones that I think yeah. they need to protect, yeah. while trying to find out what they need to know about the ones that they still need to know things about. Well, so and I and I can lend a little bit on this from the BYU side of things. Kalani Sataki in the BYU football program, they're having a scrimmage today, Michelle, and uh, typically this first scrimmage for BYU in their training camps has been everybody but the starting quarterback. So in this mm-hmm. case, it would be Keaton Slovis. Because mm-hmm. to your point, they know what Keaton Slovis can do. They've had, they got enough game film from four years of him being a starting quarterback right. to be able to say, okay, we got an idea what this guy can mm-hmm. do. Here's the thing. Beyond him, Cade Fennigan, Jake Retzloff, um, on down the list, Nick Billups, all the other quarterbacks on BYU's roster, zero game reps. At the Division One now level. Power 5 level, mm-hmm. they're going to make a lot of those guys live because they want an idea, okay, how does this person respond when he's got a rush coming at him? Mm-hmm. That, he knows, that they also, they don't know where it's coming from, and they actually can get hit. Mm-hmm. That's... You can't replicate game reps without actually having physical contact. And, oh, by the way, it is a brutal sport. It is a it sport is. that guys get injured in. And I I think the one other thing on this situation I, I feel okay saying mm-hmm. is it sounds like this was a freak accident. You okay. could go out a hundred times mm-hmm. and do the same thing. And, and it works out just fine. It works out just fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think what happened – at least from what I've gathered, what's happened could be replicated. Like, it's not a common thing. And it's not one that the program set up to have it happen either. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it was not a, 
a player being reckless with his teammate. Sure. Like, it was a freak accident. Yeah. So calm down. So and so here's okay, the other question that lends itself to, and I've seen this on social media, just kind of seeing the chatter amongst fans. A lot of people are saying, well, yeah, we know what Bryson Barnes can offer, but why isn't Nate Johnson more in the mix? The one thing that's been repeated time and time again, I've listened to all these media sessions from Andy Ludwig in particular, is he uses this term. I want to see replicable, uh, let's see, what is it? Replicable, replicable accuracy from mm-hmm. Nate Johnson. The ability to go on a day-on and day-out basis and make the throws and make them consistently. That's kind of been the, the, the one knock against Nate Johnson. Phenomenal athlete. Mm-hmm. Lightning fast. Dynamic. Yeah. Ability to really make you miss with his feet. The issue is, in this offense at Utah, mm-hmm. you've got to be able to throw the ball and throw it accurately. And it seems to be the one thing, the one knock against Nate Johnson right now in his career. You know, and maybe this is a motivating factor to, to just kind of put his note and not I like I am not saying he has not worked hard because he has worked hard he's worked very very hard uh but you know that that just little extra edge to be like okay like we're we're really going to sit and work on this and Mm -hmm. I don't god I hope I don't get in trouble for this one too I one thing I noticed Mm -hmm. doing media availability the other day Nate was one of the last people off the field. He's done that multiple times. I was out there in the spring with you, if you recall, and mm-hmm. he was. We were hoping to talk to him, and he was still working on things when we wanted to talk to him. Yeah, he puts time in. He's he's putting the time in. He's putting the time in to get mm-hmm. better, to be more of a master of his craft. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, so I think I think there's a future and a possibility for him. Mm-hmm. But when Utah signed him on. Like, they knew he was going to be a little bit raw and they'd have to work with him. Especially his throwing mechanics. Uh-huh. They knew that the athlete he was. This yeah. is a kid who's got legit sprinter speed. Well, you saw it last year. They brought him in those circumstances. Oh, he made defenses look yeah. like idiots. Yeah. And and here's the thing is Utah's still planning on using him yeah. in that kind of capacity no matter how the depth chart shakes out mm-hmm. because he's that big of a weapon. And he throws a nice enough ball. You look at the touchdown with Logan Kendall against Correct. Stanford last yeah. year. You know, he can throw some of that in too that just like suckers defenses in. <laughs> so, it's you know, I, I think there's a place for Nate Johnson somewhere in this Utah offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and may, maybe maybe they roll the dice on him and, and see, you know, what what a full game with him looks like. I, I don't know. You know, sure. that that's something that they have another two, three weeks to kind of figure out and decide. Well, they've got about two weeks here left of training camp, and then uh, they'll probably sl- shut it down a little earlier than that, obviously, with the game uh, on a Thursday in that opener against Florida. Uh, with regards to that, Michelle, the reports out of Florida are not pretty. I guess yeah, <laughs> kindest way to say it, like sounding a little messy. Billy Napier has got a pretty decent size kind of rebuilding job on his hands, and I think he understood that going in. He got he got bailed out year one because of what Anthony Richardson offered to, mm-hmm. to the program. Incredible athlete. Every Utah fan saw it. Like, oh yeah, toe to toe. Everything seemed to match up and favor Utah in many respects in that game. There was just one wild card that popped up in that game. It just so happened to be Anthony Richardson. Well, it happened to be Anthony Richardson paired with Utah's defense, still a little young and mistake-prone. Yeah, they hadn't sure. locked it down. Had they been end-of-season defense? Yeah, probably, it, probably a different story. It maybe yeah. would have been a different story. Yeah. So the, the situation is you're looking at this with Florida coming in here. They're coming across the country. I'm going to echo something I've heard on our station by a few different one of our few few of our hosts is that even if Cam Rising isn't available for this game, I still just this is a game that I think Utah wins and wins pretty handily. Uh, 
if Florida, no, no matter who the quarterback right, is, right, yeah. right. If if Florida is being honest about those reports and they're sure. not, you know, sandbagging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. spouting a load of crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I just. I think there's enough talent elsewhere mm-hmm. to help kind of disperse a little bit. Now, is that going to be for a whole season's worth of play? I don't think so. Like, sure. you know, Utah's going to need Cam Rising calling the plays at some point in the season. I don't necessarily think it has to be against Florida. Could I be sorely mistaken about that? Yes. Again, that really depends on is Florida being honest about what they're putting out there. You know, we're, we're not going to know until August 31st. Uh, but but I do think, you know, Utah has the depth and the experience and the talent elsewhere that they can kind of make up for and get by. It, it feels that way, at least, yeah. I, on, on the surface. On, I, on paper. Now, I just kind of want to ask you also this, because you've been up there covering Utah, and you don't get to see practice. We, we no. all know this. <laughs> no. It's just, it, it, it's very It's clear. a ridiculous yeah. thought. <laughs> yes. But I want to I want to throw this at you. I want to vibe check. What, what do you what What's the feeling around the Utah football program as a whole right now? Like, are they, do you feel like they're feeling like, hey, we got us against the world because people think that we're the back to back Pac twelve champions? Don't think we can do that again. What do you What, what do you take away from the Utes right now? I I kind of get some of that salty confidence. Okay. That like I, but they're very polite about it. <laughs> like like it's very like it's very like under the surface it's not in your face it's not in your face like they're not making claims or saying wild things that like you're gonna circle back later if it doesn't work out and be like like wow you guys were full of yourselves Mm -hmm. drinking your own kool-aid like it it's it's what you would expect of a kyle whittingham team like sure you you can just kind of tell there's that little bit of an edge it feels like they maybe know something that we're all waiting to find out. <laughs> we'll see if that ends up being accurate or not. Yeah. Uh, but but I also think, you know, there's some legitimate concerns, but I also think that's most like most teams that are realistic about, yeah. you know, um, if you're sitting back and going, oh, yeah, like, well, this isn't going to be a problem. It, it might be a problem. There's something going on. The, 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 yeah. yeah, exactly. So I, I, I think they're just taking it day by day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it just, I, it, it feels like they're pretty confident. Is what I and how and again have kind of that little edge that they're kind of famous for. Gosh, disrespected. <laughs> Don't like. You do realize, you know, we have all this going for us, and you're talking like we're starting over, and, you know. So it's, it's going to be – I'm really curious to see how this plays out because I think this team is going to be really, really good. The problem is there's a lot of really, really good teams on their schedule. And sure. so, I mean, this this is going to be a real test of, you know, what does this depth look like? How, how experienced is this team really? in comparison to some of the other things that other teams have going on. They haven't really ever had to face that before. Um, and so I kind of feel like that's like Whittingham always talked about like steps and progressions, Correct, how, yeah. you know, they had to go to the PAC 12 championship a couple of times mm-hmm. and lose before they got over the hump and they've won it. This feels like another one of those steps. They've flirted with kind of maybe being a college football playoff team Well, you need to win these kinds of games in order to get over that hump. Can they do that? We're going to find out. 2023, well, let's go. Yeah, and that, that, I think that's a very good point there because – 
Kyle Whittingham, one of his least favorite things in the world is having bulletin bulletin board material available to other teams about his team. Mm -hmm. He wants nothing more, though, than to have bulletin board material available to his team. Oh. Oh, and people keep giving it to him. That's, that's the, best, the crazy that, thing. That's the best part about well, it. Well, yeah. what y'all doing? <laughs> like, you'd think at some point somebody would realize, you know, we don't want to like, do this. Let, let's not talk about this. <laughs> Bad idea. Let's not add extra motivation <laughs> to a program that's already... They, very just, motivated. And they, they do. Like, Utah, to their credit, it feels like they still... like. You would think some programs winning back-to-back Pac-12 titles, Michelle, might get a little full of themselves mm-hmm. and kind of lose that edge. I don't get any of that at Mm-mm. all from Utah right now. Mm-mm. It feels like they are carrying forward, and they're just—they're very much like you know what? We're still the underrepresented, disrespected, redheaded stepchild of this conference. Yeah. But and we're going to go out and prove it once again to you guys, and that's the right mentality to have. Totally, totally. Now, I also wanted to ask you in terms of uh, looking at the Pac-12 as a whole. You mentioned the, the good teams they got on the schedule here: mm-hmm. USC, Washington. Oregon, even Oregon State, mm-hmm. like Oregon I, State I, you, looks you, good. You can run on the list. Like even on any given day, it feels like Arizona with Jaden Delora running the controls. It feels like Arizona could be a little bit of a, I guess, a spoiler maker in a way. Mm-hmm. As we continue to draw closer and closer to the season here, what what are you thinking? Like what where do you think the Pac-12? Because to me, if it's going to be the final season, whatever this Pac-12 iteration is going to be, and it might be one of the best we've seen in, in recent memory. And do you still feel that, or do you feel like it might be changing a little bit? Oh, I think it's going to be incredibly chippy. Okay. I think there's a lot of hurt feelings. <laughs> I, I think yeah. there's people mad at other people. Um, well, and, and, Washington and, State made that very clear this week. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be honest, you know, I think there there's a lot of people that would love to hang their hat on we were the last to do it in this era of college football. That sure. trophy belongs to us. Hey, Utah State has the last WAC uh, trophy from the when the WAC's now an FCS right. conference. They have the last WAC FBS trophy. They won it in 2012 before the WAC went under. Right. So, you know, so so I think I I think we're going to see people's best efforts this year. I really do. I really really do. Now. Is it USC that everybody's kind of still pointing to? Do you feel like – PK made an interesting point. PK thinks that Washington is the is the program to beat. I was I was stunned when he said that. Like I'm like, Washington of all of them. But I, the more here, I think about it, the Huskies are pretty are Here's pretty the good. thing. I think Washington has the better potential to be more well-rounded. Okay. They're, like, not, they're not so reliant on one thing and one thing. Like, here's the thing. People keep doing the, oh – USC, they brought in a transfer, and it's going to change. No, it takes more than one transfer to change your defense. Sure. Oh, by the way, you spend a ton of money bringing in a quarterback coach mm-hmm. that, like, you kind of didn't need. Yeah. When you maybe should have been looking at the de- – like, it's – I like, to me, it's classic Lincoln-Riley – I, I think he still thinks he's playing in the Big 12, and defense doesn't matter, and I'm just going to outshoot people. And I'm telling you, like, he's going to run into either Oregon State, Utah, maybe Washington, mm-hmm. and it's going to rock his world again, and USC fans are going to be mad because <laughs> they don't have a defense to match. To, they don't even have to match the offense. Yeah. Um, I, like, I, I just I, – I don't buy the USC hype quite. Like, I think they're going to be very good, and I think sure. they're going to be a problem. 
Like Caleb Williams is always, always, always going to give you a chance and a shot. And those receivers always, always, always going to give you a shot. I, my personal feeling, I think Utah and Washington are better. I think they're more well-rounded. I do. Well, that's the thing about it. It's gonna be interesting to see if they can go out and prove it because that's the biggest thing. Is you got to you got to prove it in those games. You got to be able to go out there. You're you're right. It, it does feel like in some ways USC they are like you know what, we'll just outgun you. And it didn't work for you last year, and I don't think it's gonna work for you this year. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, uh, we'll come back on the other side. We'll get to five minutes of talk about some of the other topics that we have not had a chance to talk about on today's show. We'll get to that, but first, we need to talk with Lindsay uh, from Murdoch Chevrolet. He is the sales manager here, and uh, Lindsay, people know this location. Anybody who's driven on I-15 in, in this vicinity, going to Lagoon, just happen to be driving maybe to on a family road trip, you can't miss this location. It's right off the I-15. Absolutely. And uh, like we've mentioned, right next to Woods Cross High School, right off of Wildcat Way, we're a great location. People know us, like you said. We've been around for a gazillion years. And <laughs> 97th anniversary sales yeah. event. That means you've been around for a minute. <laughs> yes, we have. Yes, we have. Now, uh, so you, you've already mentioned that you get $7,000 off the half-ton uh, Silverado 1500s. Is that correct? That's correct. And what, what else is going on? The sales event, obviously, that means you've got other opportunities for people out there. What else can they look forward to if they want to stop by? Well, one of the things we've mentioned all along that uh, when you walk through our doors, you feel like family. We truly are a, a very family-oriented dealership here. We're co-workers and everything. We kind of yeah. consider all of us family. We have fun. We, we banter back and forth, and we just have a, a very fun environment, culture here, very non-pressure. But one of the things we always like to do is the the 97 anniversary sale, 97 years in the business with a 7,000 off, yeah. we will we're, – we're pushing to sell cars. We're pushing to get things done, so – We'd love the opportunity to show what we can do for you on trades. Love the opportunity to show you what we can do on not just the Silverados, but we've got Trailblazers. We've got Blazers. Mm -hmm. We've got a lot of vehicles that are on the lot right now. Actually here. Actually here. You don't have to order it. You can come test drive it, all that stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm only slightly disappointed I haven't seen Blake yet. I'm I'm not going to lie. I I, I love that dude. He's just (laughs) one of my favorite people. I'm just going to needle him a little bit (laughs) on on air. But uh, obviously 97 years in business. Great stuff. They got the Trail Boss sitting right behind us here. Uh, my mom drives a Tahoe. She's driven a Tahoe, I think, for like three decades at this point. She's upgraded hers. She's a Chevy like fanatic about them. So it, it's a great brand of vehicles. You've talked about the seven thousand dollars off. Anything else you might want to let the people know about? Well, mentioned you mentioned Tahoes and mm-hmm. Suburbs. We actually have some of those here. Oh, sweet. Um, okay. And used yeah. very, very slightly used. Okay. Very little. Low yeah. miles on them. Sure. We actually have Tahoes with uh, the Duramax diesel engine in ah, them that yes. are here okay. that people can come and test drive and, and take a look at and stuff. So we have a lot of a uh, lot of product that are, that's here. You don't have to wait for. You mm-hmm. can come and check it out, take a look at it, and and uh, then give us the opportunity to show what we can do. All the options are here. That's the best part about it. And yep. that, that a lot of people out there they're wondering, okay, can I actually get my hands on something? That's the biggest deal. All right, Lindsay, we'll talk to you a little bit more as the show progresses. More in a moment. Five minutes of coming up. This is 97.5 FM, the KSL Sports Zone. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. 
I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to the Saturday show here on 97.5 FM, the KSL Sports Zone. Michelle Bodkin, Jay Catch, along for the ride. Live today on location at Murdoch Chevrolet up in Woods Cross. Love for you guys to stop by, check out all they got going on. Michelle, have you seen these, by the way, the, the new uh, the new tents that they can put on these uh, trucks and whatnot? That you can like, do like overland expeditions and like you don't have to set up. You just open it up and the tent's ready to roll. It's awesome. I have seen stuff like that. I just, I will never drive a truck i will probably Why not they're too big they're <laughs> okay. too big like i freak out driving like so with the stallions uh-huh. not, not to bring that up again but we had the sprinter vans to oh, like yeah, take yeah. guys okay. like to and from stuff for the longest time they had me driving that and i'm oh, like oh okay and i still i had just come off having my 300 zx <laughs> never had driven anything like that before and i'm like do you guys realize how stupid this is? Like, <laughs> at, like I am driving around in a car with a bunch of people in the back that I'm not used to doing. Sure. And it's like, like it's a liability, guys. Like, whoa, what are we doing here? Um, but you do realize that at home, like, I have my 300ZX, which yeah. is, like, not this at all. Not even close. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I was so uncomfortable with that the entire time. Like, I just, I do not do big cars. Like, the car that I currently have now is as big as I'm ever going to go. Like, okay. I just, I don't. So, unless someone else is going to, like, drive me around in that, that is not my future. <laughs> it's an awesome It's cool, ride. though. Yeah. It's really cool. I'm looking at it, I'm like, I would totally drive that. I'd love something like that, but... Uh, yeah, it's just awesome stuff. We'll talk more with Lindsay as we finish up today's show. But I wanted to start off here in five minutes of Michelle talking about uh, the NFL. You mentioned that you may watch the NFL preseason tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get a chance to watch any of the games earlier this week, last night or on Thursday? No, not 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 earlier in the week. So I'm I'm hoping today is like my day. We got a chance to see uh, Jaron Hall in his first NFL action. He came in in the second half on Thursday night uh, as uh, the Minnesota Vikings were in Seattle. And he looked okay. Like, the thing about Jaron is he, I, he's what he is. Like, yeah. Think about this. He's an older player. He's 25 years old. But the, the offense that uh, Minnesota was running in, that, in Michelle, I remember I, I watched a few of the series and I'm like, this is just like him doing what he did at BYU. It was almost like it was just like it was just he stepped from one team to the other, and it was really in many ways running kind of the same same type of offense. Well, I, I think that's probably why they took him. They, a they, yeah, well, and yeah, um, they, he they, he fits in because the, the nice thing about BYU and Utah's developing this with Andy Ludwig as well. Yes, they're echoing a lot offense. of the pro style, and the pro style offense is a moniker that people use all the time. These two leagues, speaking of the college football realm and the NFL, have crossover mm-hmm. on so many All ways. The time. And they're kind of melding together. But the, the two offenses here in this state, speaking of Utah and BYU, they are actually replicating a lot of what their quarterbacks are going to see at the next level, mm-hmm. which actually translates really well for NFL scouts to be able to look at and say, okay, yeah, Jaron Hall can do this. Yeah. Zach Wilson can do that. Mm-hmm. Cam Rising, he'll fit. Like, you can see it on the field. You don't right. have to project it. And to Utah's credit as well, they do that on the defense as yes, well. Yeah. Uh, and that was a topic of conversation this week. So okay. uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I, 
at least on Utah's part, and it sounds like BYU too, they're doing things that guys are going to see mm-hmm. at the next level. And so it's just training to be ready for the next level, and that's huge. And and to your point about Jaron Hall, yeah, like I, I think he's a guy, he's very talented, but he has some limitations. But he's in he's in a system that works for what he does and who he is and where he's at. And I think that's why they took him. And I think he's also in a situation, again, he was, he, God help him, if he had been like a a first round pick and was expected to like carry it, like he's not that guy. And not to say that he can't be that guy, Mm -hmm. but I think he needs to sit behind someone. And who better than someone like Kirk Cousins? Yeah. That, that's also kind of had some of those like early struggles in his career and stuff. Um, I, I just, I think that's a really good mentor. Yeah, because Kirk Cousins was a mid-round pick as well, who right. worked his way into being a, a starter. Core. Yeah. So, so you know, I think I think that's the path for Jaron. If if Jaron's going to eventually, you know, kind of become something in the NFL other than like kind of the security blanket backup quarterback, mm-hmm. I I think looking and modeling himself after someone like Kirk Cousins, and, and really being in a system that works for him, is the key. And it sounds like he's got that all right there in Minnesota. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be very interesting to see how that, that develops. By the way, have you been overwhelmed with how much talk there's been about Dalton Kincaid? It's been, I, I it, love it. It's been fun to see. You I know what? Say. And there's been some good Clark Phillips chatter, too, outside of the injury. Yeah. But it sounds like that wasn't maybe as bad as it could have been. When so. he was carted off, everybody was like, oh, oh no. no. But, yeah, the, the news coming out afterwards was... Better, better than you, because trust me, when you hear a guy gets carted off, yeah, like, oh. oh man, that that's <laughs> not good. Uh, but yeah, no, oh, the choo choo, let's go, <laughs> Dalton, Dalton Kincaid hype train. The, the Bills are taking on the Indianapolis Colts. You already have preseason action underway uh, this morning. I know it's afternoon where they're playing it. Uh, I just pulled up the box. I'm, I'm only slightly disappointed that there's no Dalton Kincaid receptions yet. I'm just saying. Boo. <laughs> hopefully, I'm, hopefully it's coming. Hopefully, yeah. I can get home and actually like sit and See watch that. Yeah. 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 No doubt about that. Um, other thing about the NFL is. Uh, have you you did you watch the quarterback series? Did you watch that with Kirk Cousins I on did. Netflix? I did. It was really good. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I had a completely different perception of Kirk Cousins going into that series versus coming out of it. I kind of felt that way about everyone except for actually. I didn't really know a whole lot about Kirk Cousins. If I'm being honest, okay. I had a very different perception of Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Uh, and then, I mean, I thought Marcus Mariota was everything I thought Marcus Mariota was going to be. So, I I, I got to say, kind of agree with you on all on all points there. I just the Cousins thing. I I had I because I, I I admittedly I he's a Michigan State guy played for Washington. I was like, okay, I got an idea. But then hearing him kind of, I'm like, okay, I got a whole different look yeah. at, at, the, at this guy. And that's the thing about that, that's why that that, that exists. Uh-huh. Now I'm only. I, I, there were some quarterbacks out there that are like, hey, do you want to be on it? And they're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm interested to see what the next season, who they ultimately do feature Right, in it. right. No, I, you know, I think it's a really cool way to get a look at, you know, what these guys are, who they are. Um, you know, quarterback's an interesting position uh, because sometimes you can end up getting, like, the biggest jerks. <laughs> Yeah. In that position, yeah. and then you have other guys that I think balance it a lot better. They're they're kind of that cocky jerk on the field, but like off of it, totally cool, chill, nice. You know, understand. They can flip the switch. They can yeah. flip the switch, and it's just it's very interesting to see 
you know, who someone really is. Because sometimes it's hard to tell with the quarterback, you know, are 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 you always this like guy that's just like Ugh, like I I can I can do whatever yeah. um or, or does that turn off when you're kind of at home um but also the the prep work that goes into it like there is an insane 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 amount of prep work that goes into being QB1 well and QB2 like sure, any yeah. any cu- quarterback yeah. like I mean you have to be prepared and you have to be so diligent it it isn't a wake up and and roll into the facility, practice a little bit and then go home yeah. type of deal. Like I, there is a lot that goes into it if you are going to be elite at that level. Well, and you're dedicated. You, you dedicate your your life to it mm-hmm. in many ways, and that that's that can be tough to do for certain guys. But that's the thing about it is if you want to be at the level that in this case these NFL quarterbacks are at, it gave you a look at just how devoted mm-hmm. they are to it. They. They sacrifice a lot of other stuff to do mm-hmm. what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there, there is definitely not a lot of outside life. No doubt about that. Um, high school football started last night here around the state of Utah. It was fun to actually watch football. And the high school football is an interesting thing to me, Michelle, because it's uh, – it's a sport that uh, there's a there's a huge talent disparity. Talking about like compare like to like the NFL is like the elite of the elite. Like right. we're talking like one percent of college footballs in reality. Uh, college football players will get their chance to play at the NFL level. It's a little higher than that, maybe about five percent. But the high school to the college jump, it's even it's incredible in its own right. But the fun part about high school football for me, because I, I call it for KSL Sports Rewind, it's fun to be out there. Is just the the, the the opportunity for everybody that wants to pursue it, they can. Like you've got guys out there who are Division One, potentially future NFL guys, mm-hmm. going against guys like me who are never going to play beyond the high school level. Right. But it's fun to see them go live their dream. And like last night, we had Corner Canyon start their season, and a lot of people think that Corner Canyon just with the additions they got: I- Isaiah Garcia, who transferred in from Cypress, Bo Tate, who's committed to Baylor, who transferred over from Skyline. Already Isaac Wilson at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, they went out against a Granger team that's got a Division One athlete in their own right in uh, uh, Suasue Carson Suasue, who's committed to BYU, and rolled to a fifty-five to seven victory. I'm like, holy smokes! <laughs> yeah, that is that is brutal. But I, I mean, it is interesting, and I think honestly, we see a little bit more of that mixture. Although we're starting to see that kind of go away too. Mm-hmm. Interesting and en- interestingly enough, because. Um, people are transferring in yeah. in order to make these like great super teams here but like back in the day like that really was true mm-hmm. you, you know you'd have a few superstars sprinkled here and there throughout the state and then a bunch of guys that pro- probably aren't going to go any further and um it's a lot less it was a lot less concentrated in comparison to say like a Texas or a Florida yeah. or a California where basically everybody's rolling deep. Uh, <laughs> and like I said, I, I think we're starting to see that shift and change um, a little bit here. Sure. I, I don't know that we'll ever get quite, quite to those places level. It's just, it's still going to be a much smaller environment. Yeah. But uh, yeah, where I, it's, there is talent here and it's starting to kind of congregate. <laughs> In certain spots. Well, I, that's the thing. I've had, I had somebody ask me, like, well, we haven't seen this much like talent. Like, I mean, we have. You can go back through the eras of high school football in this state. You can, it just was very spread out. It was, but there were still there were still pockets of like Skyline. Trust me, Skyline was a Skyline had Indian. its moments. Timview had its moments. All of them have had them. Bingham had. It. Like, here's the thing. It's still fun to watch 
people go out and play. Like I had Jordan in uh, Tim Penovis last night. Jordan, uh, there were, man, I did my little spotting chart yesterday to kind of keep track of guys. Jordan, I think, of their skill positions, had just uh, all but one position that had guys playing both ways. Huh. But the fun part was is there were three or four of those guys on Jordan's team that I'm like, these guys are good. Like right. uh, Darrell Nichols is one, for example. He took one play on a screen pass, Michelle, made one move and 80 yards down the sideline for a touchdown. I'm like, where did that come from? Like, right, it's, right. It's just fun to watch. So with high school football, if, I'm, I'm going to make another PSA. Get out and watch it. It's fun. It, it, it's relatively inexpensive. The games are not – it's not four-hour commitment. It's yeah. two and a half at the very most. If you get a stinker of a game, just go walk the track. That's yeah. what that, – yeah. that, 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 that was my high school yeah. experience because yeah. Olympus was not good when I was there. Michelle's <laughs> <laughs> watering the track. Just uh, that, that was everybody, though. Yeah. You paid $5 to go into the game, yeah. walk the track, and then go across the street to Arby's. Okay. Oh, hey. that, that was Friday night. Yeah. I, could, I could not tell you – what our teams did like and i'm a football girl sure like, yeah but never paid attention to the games so had no idea i was playing in the games but after the game we went to wendy's right down the street from mountain view so it's kind of what you do like, yeah yeah so. that, that's friday night in utah baby <laughs> <laughs> we get crazy let me tell you no, nonetheless a <laughs> um, couple other things is that uh the the world cup of basketball is coming do you care about this michelle like it's it's an international competition but i just I hadn't heard anything about okay, so this. That so so that, think, that tells you. I think that explains exactly what's going on here. So Walker Kessler, who plays for the Utah Jazz, okay. is on Team USA. Okay. Uh, Spain is the defending champions in this event, but uh, Jordan Clarkson's playing for the Philippines from the Utah Jazz. <gasps> but the thing about it is the, the Olympics are next year in Paris. Yeah. And this is a chance for some of these teams to automatically qualify for that. Okay. But it just feels like it's getting – it's it's not getting as much run as people want it to have, if that makes sense. There are people yeah. like out there talking about it on social media and I trying to make this. I'm like, it's just it. Okay, great. You know what? Actually, now that I think about it, I I, I think I've seen Ben in our private chats talking a he's little, bit, a little about bit about it. it. Yeah, yeah. He's so on his show. He he he's following it. Yeah. Okay, so may, maybe I know like just the tiniest iota the ba- ab- the about level. it. The fact that it exists. Yeah. Be- because of Ben. Shout out Ben An- Anderson. Yeah, so if you want to watch it, there's a showcase event. It's going to be at one thirty, I think, this afternoon on FS1. A chance to see Walker Kessler and Team USA. Uh, Luka Doncic, obviously the star for the Dallas Mavericks. He plays for Slovenia, and apparently he's sitting out. They're playing Slovenia, and I'm like, okay, if you want people to tune in. Right, like you probably should play. And probably. he's saying he wants to obviously get ready for the actual World Cup. This is a warm-up game for that. But here's the thing. You're not going to get traction on this unless you have the best players playing. actually playing. It's what the NBA regular season is having an issue with right yeah. now. Guys sitting out. Like it's just it, that's the why like, I people tell them the NBA should have better ratings. Well, guess what? When you have guys taking weeks off at a time because of load management and the like, mm-hmm. you're not going to get it. Mhm. So yeah, people want to see the stars. They want to, they want to see them play. All right, uh, we will come back on the other side, wrap things up with some final thoughts here. We are live today at Murdoch Chevrolet here in Woods Cross. Love for you guys to stop by. Sean, our tech here, has got plenty of candy sitting out on the table. i got some jazz gear as well if you want to pick that up. More to come. This is the Saturday Show on 97.5 FM, the KSL Sports Zone.
Welcome back to the Saturday show here on 97.5 FM, the KSL Sports Zone. Saving the best for last in terms of the music selections today right here. That You can cr- crank that back up there, Alex. Alex producing for us, helping Sarah out. But, yeah, nonetheless, good stuff. And, by the way, Studio 54, that, that documentary, you really enjoyed it? I, Michelle Bodkin, obviously, J-Catch. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I love watching stuff like that. I watch all kinds of musical documentaries, um, cultural documentaries about like times times and places i've often said i think i was born in the wrong era i would have i would have thrived as like a teen and young adult through the 60s and 70s okay for sure for sure uh and it uh, like i always comment too it makes me laugh because like i i love band Mm t-shirts and uh, like especially like classic old rock sure and i have some hip-hop stuff as well but mostly classic old rock and Whit will like read my shirts all the time and kind of do a like you know who that is and I'm like Whit like I, your son Alex is more or less the same age as me and he knows all this stuff like I don't know why we're so surprised Kyle <laughs> Kyle uh, just knowing what I know of him he considers himself to be like a, an expert let's put it that way on, on classic and he is tr- he is to his credit he but is very much so also to your point he, I think he's convinced like the, the younger generations have no idea really but we got an idea still. This, this one yeah. does. Yeah. Didn't, I'm not maybe as, as young as I once was, you know, but, like, I, st- I still have a clue. You're, you're well-versed in it. it. It was at, like, there was this one time, and I wish I remembered the context of the conversation, but Dirk Facer, rest in peace, mm-hmm. and Kyle Whittingham were having a discussion about spinal tap. And at one point, they <laughs> looked over at me, and they're like, you probably don't know what that is. And it's like, no, I've, I've actually heard of spinal tap, like... Give me some credit here, guys. Like maybe young, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> I, I I know what you're talking. They're probably like, really? Yeah. I like I've seen Easy Rider. Like I actually had to write a college paper on that. Like I know some things. Huh? I know some things. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So like the Studio 54 thing. It's it's on my list of like things I need to watch. I, it was very very interesting. The problem is we're going into football season, Michelle. I know. And yeah. I'll like, probably get to it like next like March. And be like, hey, Michelle, did you see this great documentary on Studio and 54? I'm, I'm only being partially facetious. Yeah. My wife legitimately sent me a meme yesterday that said, hey, you have anything to say? It's that meme that says, um, do you have anything to say to me before football season begins? Right. Because she knows. Like, and I, I bless her heart. Like, she, she puts up with a lot of stuff this time of year because I'm everywhere. I'm at football practices. I'm calling games. I'm doing mm-hmm. pre- and post-game shows. She, she she says fall is the time of year when I become a single parent. And she, right. And she only says it only slightly seriously. Yeah. But to her credit, she puts up with it. So. Yeah, yeah. It's if if you're gonna do the whole marriage long term relationship thing, find find you a good one because it's it someone that can stand on their own because yes. it, it is not for the faint of heart, not they, at all, not they, slightly. They have to be able to operate independently. There's no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a needy person, anyone working in sports, <laughs> not a horrible that idea. Ain't gonna be, that ain't going to Hor- be. Horrible idea. That ain't going to Horrible fly. idea. It doesn't matter if they play, report on, coach. Yep. Horrible idea. There's a pretty big, uh, yeah, pretty big deal going on there. All right. Uh, it's been a ton of fun, though. It's been a fun show. Any final thoughts from you? I think I'm good. Okay, I like that. I think I'm good. I think we got it all got it all, all out there. So we'll finish off with the be- saving the best for last. Talking with Lindsay, is the floor manager and the sales manager here at uh, Murdoch Chevrolet. And uh, Lindsay, 
we've been talking a lot about the 97th anniversary sales event going on, and I think that's the biggest thing about like what the Murdochs stand for is we've got a lot of uh, auto groups that exist around this state. But we've been in business for 97 years. It means you got some staying power. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's one of those cliches you hear it all the time with any corporation. You love to pride yourself on integrity, love you pride yourself on transparency, things like that. And we truly do that. When people walk through our doors, the the adage of treating them like family, but we literally show them sure. everything. We're as transparent as we can be. Any, any questions they'll ask us, we will answer their questions. We'll show them any documentation they want to see, and, and uh, we just like to pride ourselves on that and do it the right way well and that, that that's one thing knowing the murdochs obviously the institution here in the state that's kind of what they've, they've built it you talk about the family aspect of this uh obviously coming in here with the sales event going on we've talked about the silverados it's, it's seven thousand off is that correct correct up to seven thousand off it's pretty incredible in terms of the savings yeah, absolutely <laughs> Because like, we, we were talking off air and you're talking about some of the, the prices of what was being paid at points during the – we're, we're still in the pandemic technically, but it's not as bad as it once was. The prices – like it's crazy, crazy car market out there. That, absolutely. But, but it's uh, – as we mentioned previously that uh, things are kind of normalizing. Yeah. We're, we've got a lot of, lot of product on the ground, as they sure. say right now, a lot of Silverados, a lot of HDs. We've got Trailblazers for people to drive, Blazers for people to drive, Tahoe, Suburban. So, but we've got a lot of product here. People come come in and take a look at, it, and we've got one of the one of the largest uh, used car inventory as well. I want to ask you about the used cars kind of thing side of things because a lot of people out there have looked at the used car market. It's kind of fluctuated a lot during this period. Uh, with regards to how that's looking, like what what's the outlook right now? As far as used cars, yeah, used cars, yeah, yeah. There, there's a. We've got uh, corporate buyers that are constantly looking across the nation buying vehicles for us. People are always trading in their vehicles yeah. and stuff. We do a very intense um, through our service department to where we do reconditioning on the vehicles, okay. and it's a pass fail system here. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't pass, we fix it. We okay. replace it, and that's that's up to a, a certain amount. If someone trades in a 25-year-old car. I'm not so sure we're going to worry too much about that. <laughs> but uh, if, if it's got uh, lower miles on it yeah. and, and fairly new within a within a nine-year period, we'll take it through reconditioning process. And, and it's uh, we take it through a pretty intense process. And so when there's used cars out on the lot, rest assured that things have been fixed on those vehicles and, and uh, we'll transparency once again we'll yeah. show them what's been done and show them that sheet well and i guess the the biggest thing is that it comes back to the point like you guys want to make sure it's it, it's all set up for the consumer themselves like the, the person comes in here they feel like they're they know what they're getting into that, absolutely absolutely we're not going to hide anything all right well uh lindsey before we go i asked michelle that exact same question anything else you want to get out there for our listeners before we go here i i think we're good just uh please please come down give yeah. us the opportunity let us uh let us give us the the opportunity to show us what we can do for you and and uh, make us part of the or have you be, be part, part of the, of the family. Murdoch yeah. family. So well, and you can't miss this location right off I fifteen, right next to Woods Cross High School. Love for you guys to stop by. I think we'll be back here in a couple of weeks. Looking forward to coming back and talking with you some more. All right, look forward to it as well. All right, that's going to do it for this Saturday show. Hope you all are doing well out there. And for Michelle, Alex, uh, Sean, Sarah, we had a whole crew of people helping us out today. But for all of them, I'm Jay Catch. Have a great rest of your Saturday. This is ninety seven point five FM, the KSL Sports Zone. 
two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.